0: it seems that the Omicron variant and indeed COVID-19 in general is continuing to take its toll overseas. Let's head to Denmark. It's closed cinemas, theatres, concert halls and is restricting restaurant hours as the country deals with record numbers of daily COVID cases accelerated, of course, by the Omicron variant. And it's a sharp turnaround for the country which had lifted all restrictions in September before reintroducing a corona pass at the beginning of November and then announcing a first round of restrictions earlier this month. Let's get more on the situation in Denmark, and we're joined by freelance journalist Shane Wood. Shane, can you give us a sense of what the situation's like at the moment? How many COVID cases uh, is the country dealing with? And and I guess how big of an increase are you seeing at the moment?
1: The situation here, frankly, is dire and has uh, a lot of potential to get much, much worse. Uh, The number of cases we're seeing, uh, to give you a sense of where we're at, every single day, Monday through Friday last week, We set a new record high, uh, finishing the week with just over 11,000 daily infections, which is the absolute highest it's ever been at any point in the pandemic. It gets a little over the weekend, as it is wont to do, uh, and then today came roaring back to uh, to, uh, to about 10,500 or so, or sorry, uh, (laughs) 10,800, 10,082 total infections. So we're still above the 10,000 mark. Uh, for the second time ever uh, in the entire pandemic. And as you mentioned, we went from uh, early September, making headlines all over the world for uh, returning to quote-unquote normal, no restrictions. It was life uh, like pre-pandemic here. Uh, And then the wheels in the last month have completely fallen off. Uh, There was a a first round of restrictions about uh, two weeks ago. And at that point in time, the, the prime minister said, listen, we we got this. We got this handled. We can do some minor things. And we feel like we can corral this, and we're in a much better position. Her words than we were a year ago during the alpha variant. Uh, a week later, she came back on and basically announced a lockdown, light uh, closing everything, uh, and essentially saying, "Listen, we are in deep, deep trouble." And since then, the uh, sort of the the CDC version of, of Denmark, the Staten Serum Institute, uh, as of yesterday, has tabled a threat. Analysis. So, question marks and a lot of unknowns here and it couches it that way but uh, it says we could see upwards of 45,000 daily infections here in a fairly short order.
0: Right perhaps a, a sobering warning for a lot of other countries watching this situation closely. So Shane when you say lockdown lights a moment ago tell us more about how the government's responded to the spike what restrictions are in
1: place? Yeah so they've closed as you mentioned they've closed a lot of businesses uh, you know, museums, uh, all sorts of attractions, basically anywhere where people uh, are going to gather in any kind of numbers, any kind of uh, music or concert venues that are over, uh, you know, a handful of people who are standing or are simply banned. Uh, we are seeing uh, since the arrival of the Omicron period, Tom, uh, a, a number of super spreading events like we have not seen uh, at any point during the pandemic until the last month. Uh, the government here is is very seriously worried now. When I say lockdown light, it's because they haven't placed um, a lot of restrictions on people per se. Like when we had the about five six month lockdown, the last national one, which began just before Christmas a year ago, and lasted well into the spring. I mean, it was like there was nothing open except essential stores. Uh, you were really careful about where you went, and you couldn't go much anywhere. Uh, we don't have that level of lockdown. It is certainly severe, but it is not as severe as it once was. Uh, so that's why I say lockdown light. We haven't had that kind of critical lockdown like we saw a year ago. But that said, um, there's still plenty of potential for more restrictions to come if things really spiral out of control, like it sounds like they might.
0: So what's the feeling there at the moment in Denmark? You you know, do, you, do you, Can you give us a sense of what people make of these changes? It's certainly been a long journey so far for everyone.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's unsettling, without a doubt. Uh, It was interesting, the arc of Mark's approach to the pandemic. If you remember back uh, when the pandemic started in the spring of 2020, this country uh, was one of the first in Europe to really come down with incredibly severe restrictions. I mean, we did a complete lockdown for the first time since World War II. Denmark closed its borders. I mean, it was really something here. Uh, and then we had a really major lockdown, as I mentioned, during the alpha varying wave of a year ago. And since then, and in the introduction of vaccinations, uh, there's been this really remarkable transformation from the government. I don't know if it's sort of political machinations behind the scenes or, or what the sort of motivation is, but they've really backed off this act first, act severely, uh, and then we'll see what happens. And they've, they've just been loath to even mention a the lockdown. They've been loath to close businesses uh, as I mentioned, just two weeks ago when they announced restrictions, they really kind of kept it super light and really couched it like, listen, we're going to do these small things, and we think we're okay. Uh, and then it was like really kind of a doomsday scenario uh, when the prime minister came out last week and announced this lockdown light. and are control, we're in a situation, yada, yada, yada. So um, it is a it is an unsettling picture here, and it's interesting from a societal perspective in that... Uh, because the government has been so hesitant to act as quickly as they once did that people here um, have taken the view over the last month or so of why aren't they uh, we really would like them to uh, i can't understand why they're not and now of course they have acted to a fairly serious degree
0: and just while we've got you there i hope you don't mind me asking but i understand you've actually had your own battle with covid just in the last couple of weeks eh?
1: yeah i got tested positive um, I got a test. Uh, two weeks ago, Sunday, and uh, yeah, it came up, came up positive. That was a bit of a shock. I'm I'm doubly vaccinated. Um, it was a rough couple of days, kind of felt like a, a really bad flu and fever. I isolated in my own home and uh, hoping to kind of keep it away from my, my young son, especially because he's too young to be vaccinated at that point. He could have been vaccinated now, but he's got to wait now because he's had an infection. And sure enough, him and my wife both tested positive within the following 48 hours, which was uh, really sort of upsetting. Um, but again, for my wife and I, it was just a, a flu fever, uh, a bit of a slow crawl out. We're both, you know, about eighty, ninety percent right now. A few lingering things to deal with, uh, and my son, thank God, uh, went through completely unaffected. And he was our our primary concern because he lacked the protection of, of vaccination. So uh, we're thankful for that. But it was uh, it was a, a bit of a struggle for a few days, for sure.
0: Shane Woodford there, joining us there with the latest on the COVID nineteen situation in Denmark.